Get ready. <laughs> yeah, I think we're I think we're good. All right. Uh, I'm Bobby Navia. And I'm Dorian Weinzimmer. Welcome everybody to uh, another week of the couch. Yeah. Another episode. Another trailer. I think this is a first for us. This what we're doing right here. Yeah, this is because who the fuck knows when this movie's coming out. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they got a date, but uh, yeah, I don't know. A lot of movies had a lot of movies had dates seven months ago. Ask them how they're doing. They did. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. So last weekend, uh, DC had their DC Fandom, their virtual virtual con, um, where they premiered a lot of new trailers: new Wonder Woman trailer, the Snyder Cut uh, trailer. Um, and the last one, the last panel was Matt Reeves, who is, uh, written and directed a new Batman movie with Robert Pattinson as Batman, uh, Bruce Wayne Batman. And surprisingly, without anybody knowing he had, they've only shot about 25% of the movie cause they were in the middle of shooting when everything locked down for COVID, uh, but had a full two minute trailer to show for, for the end of the con to like cap it off and stuff. Um, yeah, it's a much longer trailer than I would have expected. I figured right? they, I figured they would have just had like a thirty second teaser, you know, and fuck it, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> that's all you get for now, you know. Yeah, right. Uh, so it was really surprising. It set the internet ablaze, and I was sitting outside. Uh, we were about to watch a movie in the backyard here, and uh, our good friend Keith Keith Carmack texts me, and he was talking to me about a new Batman trailer, and I thought he was talking about the Snyder cut. Mm. And he was just like, "Do we get a special episode of the couch for this for the Batman one?" And I was just like, eh, "I don't know, maybe you know, like I." And I just thought he was talking about the Snyder trailer. Mm-hmm. And then I looked on the internet and I was like, "My bad, dude. I just realized <laughs> you and I were not on the same level." And then he just texts me back like, "Dude, like, what the fuck is wrong with you?" <laughs> I was like, "My thought bad." I was talking about the Snyder cut. <laughs> yeah, I was like, "Fuck, I didn't even know what was going on." You yeah, know? so. Um, but yeah, so, uh, that's the trailer that Dorian and I are going to talk about today. We're going to talk about that trailer, the Batman little, and, um, uh, I got some other, other questions in there as well. And then I think for, uh, the finale, I have a challenge I want to know if you want to do with me. Oh, okay. So I guess, I guess so. Let's find out. We'll see. Yeah. So, um, uh, all right. So, uh, where do you want to start with the trailer? It came out. It certainly did. It came out. Uh, <laughs> uh, it's it's a lot of trailer for not having much movie. Yeah, uh, shot. Which it's funny too because I, I uh, our movie is Chicago Rot, the film that I uh, co-wrote and uh, directed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we. Long story short, we ran out of money. When we were, so we had to stop filming when we were like a quarter, to like forty yeah. percent of the movie done because we ran out of money, um, and we needed to to you know raise more before we could finish shooting the movie. Which thankfully success we we did so successfully. However, um, one of our strategies for uh, uh, attracting some investor or you know just to give us something to use for any sort of like further fundraising was we decided let's cut a trailer together. Uh, mm-hmm. but we only had, yeah, you know, 30 to 40% of the movie shot and we had not shot anything with the, the bad guy. Um, right. you know, this is a revenge thriller, <laughs> <laughs> Chicago rot. Uh, it is a, yeah, it is very much a revenge movie. 
and we had no footage whatsoever of the antagonist. So, um, yeah, we ended up, we were able to get the actor to record some voiceover though, you know, to mm-hmm. do some lines. And we had some stuff where we had like people on the phone, you know, and stuff. We were, you oh, know, some things that we that. were able to kind of use to make it seem maybe like this was the guy. Uh, yeah. But he was kind of obscured, you know, and, and things like that. <laughs> but it was, you know, relied heavily on like, okay, well, we can get his presence in here through uh-huh. the voiceover. So then like whatever, you know, we can make it seem like whatever is happening to the protagonist, this guy is somehow the guy pulling the strings. Right. Um, you know, by uh, by putting these things together. So, you know, they it was just funny to see like our movie, which had no money doing mm-hmm. this as a necessity versus their movie doing the exact same thing out of a completely different kind of necessity. Like they've got they've got plenty of money to make this movie with. They just couldn't because there's a fucking pandemic happening. Yeah, you right. <laughs> um, so, but they had to do seemingly the same thing. Like they, uh, it doesn't seem like they have a ton of footage of their, you know, bad guys, you know, rogues gallery. Mm-hmm. Lucky for them, they seem to have at least a little bit of everyone. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> so they're able to give you some some snippets, you know, here and there. But um, but that was just, I just wanted to get that uh, out of the way first because it was just very like there was a very like personal thing yeah. here that happened that kind of endeared me to this in a way because i was like oh that's kind of cool like we did <laughs> we did the same thing a few years ago because we had no money you know yeah, right. and then you guys are doing the you know employing the same strategy it's sort of like validating in a way that you're like yeah mm-hmm. fuck yeah you know that's what you do yeah if you it don't doesn't have, matter what, what yeah, level you're well, at exactly you do exactly yeah. you know the strategy is the same mm-hmm. um so and you know and it works there's a reason you know that that made sense to us you know and i'm sure the reason I, i'm not I'm also not in any way implying that, like, you know, Matt Reeves or someone there saw the fucking Chicago Raw trailer and, like, you know, just stole this idea from us or anything. And I'm sure we weren't the first ones to do it either. Right. But, right. you know, to us, it was a new idea, <laughs> you know? Well, yeah, especially if we're going through it through the first time. You know, yeah. It was like... We were just thrust into this scenario and we're like, fuck, we don't have the bad guy and it's a revenge movie. How do we make this trailer? And it was like, well, shit, I mean, we get it. We got to get him to record some dialogue, you know? Yeah. So, you know, that was time to get creative. That's all right. Yeah, exactly. You know, that's what that's movie magic. You know, you fucking Mm -hmm. get how do you how do you make things? How do you color outside the lines while still shooting within them? You know? Yeah, right. Um, right. So. So anyway, so that was kind of neat to see. And it did kind of, you know, uh, regardless of any of my other feelings about the movie or anything like that or the trailer, there was that one thing that just made me go like, okay, this is. uh, Yeah, that's kind of cool. I like that. Um. Because I know what that's nice. like. <laughs> <laughs> nice, so, nice. But yeah, I guess just like initial, you know, just initial reaction. Um, you know, right. like, I guess, you know, this is kind of where we try to start most of the time. It's just like, Bobby, do you like this trailer? I did. I yeah. do. A yes. lot. <laughs> I figured I you might. I, li- I like it a lot. Um, I like the feel and I like the vibe of it. I like... I like the suit. I like everything so far. You know, it was, as you're talking right now about uh, the similarities between like you guys cutting the the the, uh, the trailer for Rot with some of the movie shot, and now I just watched the trailer before we started recording again. Uh, you know, most of the scenes uh, in the in it happen kind of like twice. So like we open with that that uh, that person that's being murdered or duct taped or whatever, and then like when we come back, you know, after the opening credits, like it's, it's Batman in that same spot where we see Catwoman again is in that same room. So it's like, you can kind of tell like a bit of like a, 
production schedule. It's like, all right, let's shoot everything right <laughs> out of this room and in this set. You know what I mean? And, and, yeah. and get that going there. There's yeah. also two. There's also two or three different sequences that happen in what ha- looks like there is like a funeral. You yeah. Know, the car. The car coming in. The person getting out with the phone and the letter on his chest, and then. Uh, the other scene later on, where it looks like the car's exploding and Batman gets blown back or whatever, mm-hmm. is all this is all the same building. So you can you can kind of tell, like, yeah, this is pretty much all we have shot, maybe ish of our movie is is this. Yeah, they said they have like, I mean, they have like three months of shooting left to do. Yeah, like it's no joke. I mean, they <laughs> no. really, yeah. I mean, with you know the kind of production schedules for movies of this scale, like. Yeah, you know them having shot for what like three weeks or something like I think, that. I think three so. Weeks? Yeah, that is, dude, for a movie like that. Li- I mean, literally, the, like they've shot two locations. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah. <laughs> you know, there's. Yeah. I mean, there's some vehicle stuff. They've done some car chase stuff. It looks like, um, mm-hmm. you know, and some some stunt work. You know, because yeah, some of the stuff that they've shot already it looks like some big stuff, like that car right. crashing through and. You know, shit like that. That's, you know, you've got big stunt driven, lots of extras, scenes like that. You know, that's you're probably only getting a handful of shots off a day, you know, because yeah, there's right, so exactly. much preparation and safety work that goes into it. And, you know, everything and just making sure that you don't have to do the stunt a bunch of times because the reset, you know, or it's like, OK, everything that just broke. Let's clean it up, replace it with, you know, unbroken mm-hmm. versions of the same thing and, you know, do it again. Like you want to yeah. avoid doing that as much as possible, obviously. Um, so, yeah, no, it's I mean, it's impressive how much they're able to make it seem like, you know, mm-hmm. there's so much more of a movie actually shot than there was, which, you know, again, was you know something we as you're pointing out, you know, some of the things that they did. So there's, again, some of the similar things that we did with the Chicago Raw trailer. Right, exactly. Where, you know, we're like, okay, let's, you know, how do we recontextualize certain scenes so we can get, you know, make it seem like there's a couple different things happening, but they're actually from yeah. the same part of the movie. Or, right. you know, even, yeah, like, you know, parts of, um, you know, putting voiceover that doesn't actually go with that part of the movie over right. certain shots. So you can, like, recontextualize certain reactions or things to make it, you know, have this impactful um, mm-hmm. uh, trailer moment. But, you know, that's not necessarily how that's going to play out, you know, in the movie yeah um, right. You know, right but you know for now to again to uh kind of fool the audience into thinking you've got more of a movie completed than you really do mm-hmm. uh you know these types <laughs> of things are really <laughs> again just interesting to see you know same exact thing just at a different uh you know very different uh level in terms of you know budget and scope and everything yeah yeah right right um yeah. yeah no i i actually the trailer definitely had me right from the the red credit sequence of the Warner Brothers uh, and DC logo with the sound effects of the tape being mm-hmm. stretched across. Um, that and that actually just like kind of took me off. I think I'm just so used to when I think of Batman, it's I want to hear. I end up feeling like I need to hear something that's like Hans Zimmer ish coming up first. Mm-hmm. You know, some sort of like you know the hero has arrived, and this one was very much like you know. It feels like the villain of the story, whoever this voice is, which I'm assuming is is the Riddler, is yeah. is like the star of this trailer, you know, mm-hmm. uh, you know. And I kind of dug that the first the first glimpse of anybody that we got in the trailer is is this person in a in a parka and you know with tape and and everything like that. I got a very big like seven vibe from it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, um, there's a lot but, of Fincher Fincher going down in here. Yeah, um, 
but aside from that, like I just really, I really liked all of it. Uh, you know, I also went back and I uh, watched Matt Reeves's uh, DC Fandom panel, mm-hmm. and 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 you know, got to hear what he explained. You know, where where they're at in the movie, a time period, you know, inspiration he had for all of it. So it really, I went back and watched the trailer a couple more times and just got a little bit more out of it from there. Yeah. Um, but overall, like I really like it. I'm a big Batman fan. You know this. I'm sure I've I've said it a bunch of times on the podcast too. like, uh, you know, um, I even like, you know, Ben Affleck as Batman. Yeah. Uh, you know, he's, he's definitely been a favorite of mine, but I'm interested to see where this goes. Cause it, even though it feels, even though it feels the same, it feels different. And having, having sat now with this for a week and being able to talk to you about it, I, I do have some like critical, uh, like points about, you know, this movie and Batman in terms of where the character, the character is as a movie character now. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but aside from that, I'm like really excited for the movie. Yeah. What did you think? Uh, I mean, I think I've just got like Batman fatigue. Okay. Like, I just don't really give a shit. All right. Is kind of where I'm at with it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just like, it's one of those things I watch. I'm just like, okay, again, you know, like it's just, (laughs) this is just such a, it's such an intensified version of just, you know, the problem that I have with so many mainstream It's just, there's no new ideas, you know, like, or no one's willing to take a risk on a new idea. Mm -hmm. We're just making the same shit over and over and over again. And now, especially like with this, and then the fact that like the flash movie has Ben Affleck and Michael Keaton, both playing Batman in it. And mm-hmm. fucking the Snyder Cut with Ben Affleck's Batman is fucking coming out now. And Joker was just out, which ended up having fucking a Batman in it. <laughs> like, it's true. You yeah. know, it's just like, I get it, DC. Like, you have one character that makes money, you know, and it's mm-hmm. Batman. But it is just, it's so fucking oversaturated to the point that I'm just like, I mean, just from like the standpoint of principle, I hate this, you know? Okay. And like that, I, and that's important to me, you know? So mm-hmm. like that, that does, you know, very much... <laughs> Like you don't uh, like that they're making another Batman movie, or that there's right. just so much Batman in the like over like overload, both, like both. You know? Okay, yeah, right. it's it's just both. It's just it's just infuriating to me that it's like I mm-hmm. would rather that like you know all this money, all this talent, all of this, uh, you know, uh, all these resources in every sense of the word are going just towards like Batman, 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 more Batman, more fucking Batman. And it's like, can we just make some new shit, you know? <laughs> like, <laughs> fucking please. I don't care like how slightly different your treatment of the character is from the last treatment of the character or the mm-hmm. other ongoing treatment of the character. <laughs> like, I, you know, it's just such a fucking mess now. Yeah. Uh, on top of it all. But, you know, that it, it just, yeah, it really infuriates me. <laughs> Okay. Because um, it's just not, you know, when, when Nolan, you know, did Batman, which of course is like, it's impossible not to draw this comparison. Yeah. That's yeah. like the gold standard, basically. Um, I mean, you know, Tim Burton's original Batman, you know, if, again, on a personal level, like that movie, it, just, it came out at just the right time, you know, mm-hmm. when I was a kid. And like, I mean, that was something else. Like that was a yeah. fucking crazy, like event, you know, type right. of thing in my life that happened. Um, mm-hmm. so it's got a special place, but you know, the Nolan Batman movies, like when he took him over, it was like, wow, no, that was really something new. You know, I'd never, yeah. and this, I'm not getting that from, 
I'm not. I okay. don't get that sense from this version of Batman. Like, I might be able to get over the just like just hating the idea that like there <laughs> there is another fucking Batman coming out. Mm-hmm. Um, if if it seemed a little bit more interesting as far as like what were they were doing with the character, but it seems like they're just kind of you know. It, this almost seems to me like this version of Batman reads to me very much like a combination of like Tim Burton's Batman, which was very much more like gothic influenced. Mm-hmm. And then Christopher Nolan's Batman, which obviously had the like very realistic grounded in actual reality. How do right, these right. things work? You know, kind of approach to the character. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, this seems to be a combination of those two things. You know, we're obviously yeah. taking, you know, the mass and everything. This is not very comic booky kind of you know um costuming and characterization and stuff like that um it's much more yeah again like that that sort of grounded in reality grittier darker down to earth kind of you know superhero (laughs) drama because he's not a superhero he's a smart dude with a lot of money and fucking you know intelligence and so you know we're staying to that like this could be a real thing type of world um, but then very much taking, you know, the, the gothic and gothy, you know, elements of Tim Burton, mm-hmm. um, you know, as more so some of his other works, you know, that like Edward Scissorhands, you know, where he really got to indulge right. in that, that sense of himself, you know, Batman, he had to kind of clean that up and do the Michael Keaton Batman, who was awesome. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, you could tell he was putting all that gothiness into the world, you know, Gotham right, City exactly. in those movies is super gothic. Um, you know, and it's, it's really cool, but, uh, but this seems like, you know, okay, goth Batman in a Christopher Nolan kind of Batman reality. Okay. I see what you're saying. So I I don't see this like radically different approach or like very like new kind of, we're really doing something different with the character here, uh, Mm -hmm. you know, to this movie. It, it just seems like just, uh, it's a theme and variation, you know? And again, like that's, that's fine, whatever. Mm -hmm. But it's just the fact that, like, yeah, there is just such this, like, inundating the market with more and more just Batman, Batman, Batman. And, like, people are just fucking eating it up. And it's like, well, then guess what, people? That's all they're going to fucking continue making them, you know? Right, right. And it drives me crazy. And it's just like, you know, there's not really this push to, you know, uh, that's a larger concern anyway. Don't need to get into that. But <laughs> but that's what, you know, that's just what bothers me about just a Batman movie in general. And that's okay. you know, definitely coloring my perception of this one. Yeah. Um, yeah. Which is understandable. Yeah. I mean, but, you know, uh, that was actually going to be one of my, one of my critiques of it is, is, you know, like all this Batman, you know, come coming out uh, with like the Snyder cut happening and the flash, you know, like the whole flash thing is not one of my, f- it's like my least favorite bit of Batman news. <laughs> yeah. And it, and it has two guys that I like pl- who play Batman, you know, and it, that kind of just bums me out or whatever. So I think it might just be because I'm, it might be because I'm just a little bit more excited for the Batman, you know, mm-hmm. than, than I am for like that one, because like I, I wasn't a big fan of how, you know, uh, it chapter two ended up. So I really don't have any sort of like, you know, <laughs> faith in the fact that Andy Machete will you know, deliver me Keaton and Affleck and Ezra Miller as the flash. Like right. I, that, this just sounds like, you know, a horrible gumbo to me, but, uh, <laughs> you know, just going off of the trailer and like watching it and, and, you know, again too, it's, it's also really hard not to, you know, of course, look at comparisons to Joker. 
mm-hmm. um, you know, which also again had very much like a you know that obviously was was playing off of and inspired by a lot of like seventies New York City kind of cinema, auteur driven. You know, Taxi Driver, of course, was a, like a obviously a huge influence on that film. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, um, and and you know, unashamedly so it seems, but. Uh, but, you know, this one seems to have a similar kind of approach to it. But this one seems, yeah, like 1990s David Fincher mm-hmm. is mm-hmm. the aesthetic and, like, style of this movie. I mean, yeah, you mentioned Seven, um, which, of course, yeah, is, is hard not to think of. But also just looking at it, like, I mean, Pattinson is basically, you know, he looks like Trent Reznor from the 1990s in a lot of these shots, Oh, my shots God, too. he does. Like, yeah, yeah. just know with the face, the makeup and the hair. Yeah. And the fucking combat boots and, you know, the whole 90s goth look, you know, yeah. even though they purposely like that first shot of him walking up in those like big, tall combat boots <laughs> and stuff. You're like, OK, this is goth. This is like, you know, the crow uh, right, version, right. you know, the like the crow mixed with like seven. You know, if you yeah. like smash those movies up. And, you know, The Crow was kind of, you know, obviously very Batman-ish, mm-hmm. uh, very different kind of origin and, and you know, <laughs> everything. But taking that super gothy and, like, you know, much darker approach to that kind of, like, story of revenge. Right. And, um, you know, sort of, like, rebuilding yourself or, you know, rebirthing yourself as something more powerful after a traumatic incident so that you might exact vengeance or right this wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, that storyline, obviously, is, is common between the two. But, um to really take that super gothy aesthetic that, you know, the crow had, uh, right. And, you know, take that actually into the world of Batman, but obviously give it a much cleaner, um, you know, a much more finchery kind of approach to that, <laughs> you know, dark and gritty world and dark and gritty realism, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's, it's like, once again, it's just interesting to see that there, you know, that seems to be their approach is like, let's give these filmmakers license to take a anachronistic, film buff like cineast kind of you know lens to our mm-hmm. properties like okay let's have <laughs> you know todd phillips do a you know the guy who did the fucking hangover movies <laughs> do a you know scorsese inspired like 70s new york cinema take on joker yeah and then let's have you know the guy who did fucking cloverfield and the planet of the apes movies do a you know 90s style gothic david fincher-esque <laughs> police procedural <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh you know take on batman you know and mm-hmm. uh, and you know there's so there's like a lot you know just in that general sense of like the approach here you know that it, it seemed you know i'm joking about like the similarities between these two things but in my mind too and sorry i guess if you haven't seen joker i'm gonna get into some spoilers for joker here. oh yeah go for it but yeah, i yeah. couldn't help but think about how like okay well if that was sort of supposed to kind of be like 70s you know mm-hmm. with this kind of approach and there's definitely some similarities to the just tone of right. the of those of these two movies and of course you know it's like impossible not to think well like you know what is that joker movie and this batman movie are going to be maybe oh. in the same world or related somehow mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it's it's not you know that's not a big leap to make obviously and dc is kind of just leaving that whole fucking question open anyway so they're like we don't know we're just making these we'll tie them together if they work well as or soon something. as uh, as soon as the flash bombs they're yeah, gonna just right. be like you know what what you don't know is they're part of a universe yeah <laughs> so get ready for that uh-huh <laughs> Yeah, the Flash is just going to be there, like, we're making a multiverse here, right? So they are all connected, mm-hmm. but just through, like, parallel worlds or something. It's, yeah. It seems yeah. like that's just going to be their thing that they do. And, and they've some... already done it with the Flash TV show, so I don't know why they're doing it with a movie. Okay. <laughs> just, like, and well, the Flash it worked TV... there. 
And the Flash TV show so far has done a way better job at just superhero sh- shit in general. Huh, okay. DC-wise, you know, like for TV, you know? Yeah. Than, than anything so far, you know? and Yeah, so, man. they uh, should just stick but, to their, like, teenage WB, you know, conglomerate that they've got going on right yeah, now. It's, yeah, yeah. Um, but anyway, but so I started thinking, like, okay, well, if Joker is kind of 70s-ish and this is kind of 90s-ish and, like, you know, in Joker... Bruce Wayne is, you know, like a kid when that movie basically ends, mm-hmm. then, you know, the age is kind of right for if that young Bruce Wayne is then this Batman that we're seeing, if that was kind of 70s and then now this is kind of 90s, you know, for them to, you know, so mm. obviously Joaquin as Joker would be like, you know, older or something. Uh, yeah. You know, maybe he's not actually even around anymore or like whatever, but it doesn't seem like it's a big gap. You know, again, it doesn't seem like a big divide for them to bridge. Right. right Where it right. even it feels like the kind of implied time periods of these, you know, mm-hmm. fictional movies in a fictional world, yeah. uh, you know, are just kind of similar again in terms of like the grittiness again of the, uh, the pr- uh, presentation of the world. And they're not these super you know, elaborate, like, you know, Batman the Animated Series or Tim Burton Batman kind of, like, gothic cityscapes, you know, that have this real noir kind of tint to them. They're these, like, real down in the streets kind of, like, real, you know, trash in the alleys of a brick-and-mortar fucking city, you know? Right, right. The concrete jungle that we all inhabit, you know? Yeah. (laughs) So... So, yeah, so it doesn't seem a stretch, you know, like it would be a stretch for them to to then, you know, combine these two things, especially, Mm -hmm. you know... And, and that might even be, like, you know, part of what they, uh, maybe that's what they're trying to do, even, or, like, you know, are doing it, uh, or, or we'll just claim that this was what they were trying to do and take credit for it, where it's, like, rather yeah, than, right. like, rather than make the hero origin story and then introduce the villains that way, we're making the villain movie, and that's yeah. how we've soft introduced the hero, but you're not going to know that until the Batman comes out. And that's right, when you're right. going to find out that, like, yes, he was the same, like, young Bruce Wayne <laughs> that you saw in that fucking movie. Um, which, in some ways, I would, like, you know, I, I would really appreciate just because it would alleviate the need to have a fucking, you know, string of pearls get ripped off of a woman's neck <laughs> and fall on the cobblestone street as someone yeah. screams and gets shot. Because it's like, can, if I, I will give this movie points if it can just avoid doing the origin story somehow, because like we do, like we all know what happened. (laughs) (laughs) We've all like, without even trying to see this scene, we've all seen this scene. Yeah. Yeah. Like the fact that even the Joker movie had the fucking Bruce Wayne, (laughs) Batman origin scene in the fucking movie. It just like the camera just goes around the corner to do this. Yeah. It's fucking (laughs) absurd. Um, I'm really, you know, so so in a way, the, them connecting this movie to that movie would actually, yeah, would, would alleviate the need for them to retread that territory again. Because it's like, no, we already did that in the Joker movie. <laughs> <laughs> and then they can be like, look, people, we were rubbing it in your face that, yes, this was actually a Batman origin story. You know, yeah, this right, wasn't right. the Joker movie. This was this this was the Batman origin story, but through a Joker, you know, Uh <laughs> lens and that's how we fucking fooled y'all but yeah like we put the fucking scene in the movie people what more do you want we were telling you right there here's your new batman you know (laughs) (laughs) it's happening right now one of the uh one of the things that 
always gets thrown around when there's a new Batman movie. Whoever has written it or whoever's directing it is, we're we're finally going to see Batman as the detective, right? Uh huh. <laughs> the the, la- the last couple Batman movies, the filmmakers have made this claim. I would even say, you know, Christopher Nolan as well, and eh, even that was a little yeah iffy. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? So, uh, but Matt Reeves has been added to the pantheon of people who have now made this comment. Mm-hmm. And um, so apparently this, the backbone of this story is that there are murders that start happening in Gotham that Batman starts to investigate and it starts to reveal the underbelly slash corruption that is a part of Gotham. And apparently... Uh, he's involved in it some way like his family his family name is involved in this corruption in a in in a, in a particular way so uh this is like this was like a like a story beat that he gave out during like the DC fandom uh like event or whatever uh and it actually you know leads me to really like the opening shot of the trailer where Gordon is walking in and all the FBI agents they're not looking at Gordon but they're clearly looking at somebody behind him Mm-hmm. And it's like, because uh, Christopher Nolan did this a little bit in The Dark Knight, where you know Gordon would bring Batman in to like a crime scene. Yeah, but he would make sure that like the room was cleared out, like it was like a secret, like no one knew that he could be working with him. But uh, to see Batman in a room full of FBI agents and cops investigating a murder was, it kind of got me excited because it reminded me of the animated series Because mm-hmm. in that show, like you know, Commissioner Gordon and Batman have a relationship. There's a respect and he right. he relies on him just as much as like Batman relies on like Gordon for certain things and everything. So um, I liked seeing that like relationship just straight up in the trailer. Like this is it. Th- I guess uh, that's how it set it. That's what was like so different from any other Batman I've seen is is that. And that's what another element that got me excited about it because I'm like, Oh, okay. We're already here. We're already established that like right. Batman's a part of the world, whether you like it or not. And here is a cop who is kind of vouching for him in a way that he's being able to be brought out into the light, so to speak, into yeah. these criminal investigations. So that that kind of felt really good seeing that in the trailer. Yeah, I was. You know, I was kind of hoping. Again, aside from just like we've seen it people we know the origin story i was kind of hoping that this was going to be yeah just and and it seems to be portrayed that way in in this trailer um that yeah you know we're kind of coming in like he exists in this world already like people Mm -hmm. already know the batman but you know but then there's also parts where you know there's little clips of dialogue where someone's like oh you're becoming quite the celebrity and you know shit like that which is like okay so maybe he is like you know still building his way up or um but yeah, no, I, I would prefer if, yeah, they just kind of came in. And again, like that would allow for more of this like investigative mm-hmm. aspect to take more of the forefront than like, you know, the gadgets and the sort of like, you know, uh, bravado stunt work and theatrics, you know, that that Batman's yeah. associated with and get a little more into like, no, he's a guy that like, at least, you know, even if he's not trusted by like all of the like law enforcement officers or, you know, whoever agencies um he has this relationship with gordon and he is able to be part of the investigation and like you know mm-hmm. s- go into the crime scenes and investigate and shit like that and so there's also a part of me that kind of likes uh that sequence in the trailer where um the is after the car comes through the wall in the mm-hmm. like, fu- whatever like funeral is happening 
like after it crashes and he saves that kid and he he looks at they do that cutaway shot as he's looking to the guy who gets out of the car mm-hmm. there's a part of me that actually kind of likes that his hair is still kind of it looks like it's still kind of parted the same way it would have been as like like maybe his mom or dad would have like he still looks like a little boy to me mm-hmm like in, in just how he looks, he's and it might just be like Pattinson's like baby face or whatever. But it's just like, I don't know. Like, there's so many times where it's just so used to seeing. It's like, well, Ben Affleck is Batman, so it's he's chiseled jaw, and you know, mm-hmm. like Christian Bale is is Batman, and it's just like you know, ripped to the nines and stuff. And I don't know, like, not to say that this Batman or the way he looks is more grounded, because for all I know, like he could take steroids or some shit. But you know, he just looks a lot more. Uh, he looks a lot more smaller. He doesn't look that intimidating as like Bruce Wayne. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Whereas I feel like you know Ben Affleck as Bruce Wayne, or you know he, you know, or uh, Christian, Christian Bale, Bale as Bruce Wayne, still look, huge. you know, yeah. yeah, very, you know, still very can dominate a room, uh, you know. So it, it almost kind of feels like yeah, you wouldn't expect Robert Pattinson to be Batman, you know, mm-hmm. as 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 Bruce Wayne until like he puts the suit on and just goes goes like that. Yeah, no, he's got, again, just going with, like, the 90s gothy kind of thing. He's got just, mm-hmm. like, an angsty rich kid kind of look, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, That's a good Even, way, like, yeah. the shots of him, like, coming into the Batcave and stuff like that or whatever, you know, iteration of the Batcave we're seeing. Right. Um, you know, and all that type of stuff. It, it, uh, uh, those ele- you know, elements seem, even, like, the, you know, the backpack he's got and, like, the little, like, cloth mask he's wearing, the little bit of, like, black paint over his eyes and stuff like that. And, you know, it seems like... It seems like, you know, the, the this version of Batman is maybe, you know, what we're seeing that we're associating with, like, this very gothy, you know, kind of uh, expression of Batman that might all just be, like, from kind of his character standpoint. If his character is this, like, angsty, you know, right. in that time period just kind of person, then, like, he would imbue, you know, his version of Batman, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, with, right. with all of those elements as he was, you know, creating it or whatever, so... Uh-huh. But anyway, yeah, it's, you know, I, I also don't necessarily mind, you know, characters being reinterpreted in different ways. But um, but again, yeah, the amount, the, the number of different interpretations they've got just up in the ether right now is a little absurd. Um, but beyond that, I just I wish they were a little more a little more diversity to like just the, the tone and like the, the larger, more significant elements of you know, a reinterpretation of a character. There's a, there's actually really good. I told you I watched the first season of Batwoman on HBO max. Oh yeah. Okay. And so the Ruby Rose one, the Ruby Rose one, which it was okay. Uh, by the, I think they, the ending of it, I wasn't a, a big fan of, uh, but it made me start to think about, uh, even after I saw this, this, you know, Pattinson Batman trailer, was I'm actually really surprised that nobody has like maybe people have have pitched a Batman movie where Bruce Wayne isn't Batman because mm. there have been there have been comics and storylines where you know you know Bruce Wayne has died or Bruce Wayne has disappeared and Dick Grayson the original Robin as an adult you know reluctantly takes on the mantle of mm of Batman to continue that symbol being out there, you know, but he does it kind of like under duress because him and Bruce just don't have the best relationship. Okay. Yeah. So like in some of these storylines, like there's actually uh, I think it's a storyline that, Oh God, I want to say maybe Grant Morrison wrote called Batman and Robin, but uh, 
it's Dick Grayson as Batman and Bruce's uh, love child with Talia Al Ghul, who is Robin. Mm-hmm. And, okay. <laughs> and his love child with Talia Al Ghul was actually being trained and and to take over as the head of the League of Shadows. So his his go through as as Robin is he just wants to kill people. This is how he this is mm-hmm. how justice is doled out because that's how the League of Shadows does it, and. So that's where that that character's journey goes. But but Dick Grayson's journey is more of like, I fucking hate Bruce Wayne. Like you fucking ruined my life. I hate Batman. And now I have to I have to do this to save people. But like I'm not having a great time with it. So Mm -hmm. um, and in the Batwoman one, there's actually there's this whole thing about Batman's one rule is that he doesn't kill. Yeah. And in the Batwoman series, like Ruby Rose actually. she kills somebody. Her character, Kate Kane, murders somebody. She strangles someone to death. And for a couple next couple episodes, she's, you know, got like uh, PTSD about it. And the person that's helping her out in the Batcave, like kind of tells her like, and in the show, Bruce Wayne has mysteriously disappeared. We don't know where he's at. Okay. Um, but she, but he, the guy who's helping her uh, is Lucius Fox's son. Okay. And he explains to her, he's just like, do you want to, he goes, did you ever stop to think why the Joker hasn't been around for five years? It's not because he's sitting in sitting in Arkham waiting for Batman to show up. And it was just kind of a throwaway line to the killing joke of like, Batman slash Bruce did murder the Joker. He ended up killing him, you know? Mm. So like, you know, like, and I, I just kind of liked those sort of like little, you know, the show made like the killing joke canon in a way, but it was more interesting to see like, a side character taking on the mantle, dealing with murdering somebody and that trauma than like Bruce going through it because so much of his story is trauma that it's like, it's regurgitated so much that it's kind of old, yeah, you know, to watch over and over, but it's just more interesting to watch it through the eyes of some, somebody else. Mm -hmm. So, you know, wherever they end up going with Batman, like I would like to see maybe something like that. Yeah. Where it's a side character or something like that. Mm hmm. Yeah, no, it's a, there's a lot of there's a lot of opportunity for like different ways that you could spin this story or like really, you know, change the character or change the, you know, the origin or certain like little things that would just cause the ripple effect, you know, across the story and like really give it some substantial differences, you know, or uh, you know, really take in some spin the character and the story in a, some different new interesting directions. Right. Um, which, you know, of course, they're more willing to do in comic form because it's, you know, it's cheaper to produce than right. a big, you know, a big budget movie. If you're going to put out a Batman movie, it's got to be, you know, <laughs> a big deal. Uh, yeah. A lot of people are going to go. So. Uh, so I get it. It's harder to put that stuff through. But then again, it's like, you know, well, they just did it with Joker and it made fuckloads of money. Right. Exactly. So why not try doing something like that with, you know, the main guy? Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, may, and again, maybe they're, you know, all of this stuff we're talking about with this trailer comes with this like giant caveat that like, again, we, you know, this, they've only shot 25% of this movie. Right. Exactly. And like, you know, if, if I have any kind of complaint, I think there actually is like too much trailer here, you know, for okay. what they actually have. Okay. All right. I wish that I wish it had been a little more teasery. Um, not only because a, you know, we haven't gotten into this yet either also is like, Nobody knows when this movie's coming out. You know, they've set this release date for October of 2021. 
Mm -hmm. but that's entirely contingent on them actually being able to get back to shooting this film uh, like next month, which I believe is their plan as of right now. Right, right. Um, But, you know, that like the situation is so, so delicate right now (laughs) that and especially with, you know, not only like getting back into shooting movies in a covid world where you have to take all these extra precautions with everything. Yeah. But shooting a movie of this scale you know, is it, like you'd think that like they'd be getting some smaller productions up and running before, you know, because stuff where you, you know, trying to shoot scenes where you're going to have like a 100 extras and shit like that or more. Mm-hmm. Like you kind of just can't do that right now because yeah. I mean, you get all those people tested and quarantined, you know, for like however long it takes to get all the tests back and then, you know, get your shooting done with them and make sure that they don't somehow get exposed to somebody else during that time. Right, you know, right. and all that type of shit, like, because then that's just going to be a giant fucking lawsuit on your hands, and it's going to shut down the whole production. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, that type of stuff. Like, only only giant movies can even get attempt to do that because it's going to take so much money to like take all the precautions and the extra shooting days you're going to have to you know accrue because of that. Because you have to take all these extra precautions, you're going to get less done each day. Um, you know, certain things. I'm guessing you probably you know can't even do right now because you just can't put that many people in a room together without them having masks on um you know uh the i think the um you were oh god the the last time you were over here you were telling us that uh what's what's the show in chicago is it fargo oh yeah fargo season yeah was like the test to just see how right that was yeah for the chicago film industry basically okay yeah yeah because yeah like all the chicago you know the one chicago uh, group of TV shows like Chicago PD, Chicago Fire, and Med, and all that stuff. They're they're all tentatively going to start shooting again in September. Mm-hmm. But yeah, Fargo season four was shooting uh, here when COVID shut everything down, and they only had like two weeks of shooting left before they had finished. Okay, gotcha. So yeah, so they're shooting. I believe they were going to start filming like uh, this past week. So they've probably been filming this past week, and I think next week. Right, And it was basically everyone was waiting to see what happens with this to, you know, see if they should open, you know, start shooting with uh, Chicago PD and Fire and Med and everything again. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it, it seems like it's definitely going to be subject to this type of stuff. So who knows if it's even going to come out next year. So, yeah, yeah, you know, putting out a trailer of any sort, you know, with with this many question marks still in the air is a little bit like, uh, you know, questionable in my mind. Um, OK, it's just really, you know, it's I mean, it's already a, like a uh well a little over a year out you know that like in the Mm -hmm. best case scenario this movie comes out um could very well end up being more than that but um you know with with this many question marks revolving around the actual ability to complete the film you know it just seems like slightly irresponsible to start like a hype train you know Okay. All right. Um, and uh, and and even if they were going to, I mean, people kind of are aware of the situation, so I get it. You know, there's, but uh, you know, instead of trying to put together this whole like long trailer for you know to to salivate over and put the you know clues together and everything, I think mm-hmm. like something a little bit shorter and sweeter and just sort of like teasery would have been a little bit uh, better as far as like this early in the process and with this many question marks still between you and the finish line. Right. 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 You know. So that's fair. That's fair. Yeah. Yeah. They wanted, you know, they wanted a big blowout piece for the end of the fandom thing. And they certainly got that, you know? Yeah. But, no, um, no, uh, I, mean, I think, I think your experience has spoken to it rather perfectly that, you know, it's kind of is one of those things that, you know, he had the initial like, Oh shit, you know, new Batman trailer. Holy shit. How do they have this much? 
Mm-hmm. But like the more you watch it, the more you start to really see how little is actually there, you know? Yeah, yeah. And I mean, so. not in a bad way, but it's just like it was nice to it was exciting, you know, given I think I, I put a lot of that. I put uh, I put a lot of whatever is making me like happy or, you know, kind of like positive in a in a light of like. There's just so much, you know, bad going on in the world that, like, mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know. There's a part of me that if W, if Warner Brothers was just like, we're scrapping the Batman, we're not doing it. I don't know. I think I'd be happy with just the trailer. Like, this looks cool. <laughs> I was ha- I was happy for a week, and a good, I watched this a bunch of concept. Yeah, it was fun. It was. I'm gonna put on Tim Burton's, and then we'll have a nice night. Whatever. It's you know, yeah. like. So, I mean, I do want to see it. I love Batman. I want to experience it. But also, I don't want anything to happen to anybody because of it. Either. Right. So, yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, yeah. so people, like don't, I, people don't need to die so that we can see another no, Batman. Not yeah. Yeah. No, not at all. Not at all. Yeah. <laughs> right. Uh, I did like, though, the, the end of it, though, I did like its little play on 2021. Mm. Well, it also it also feels like they're straight up, you know, admitting that they don't really know. That's there's what two, I kind of liked about it. There's two question marks in the <laughs> fucking you know year that it's coming out, so it, you know that just feels like an excuse for them to be able to say, "Well, we never really said 2021. We said question mark zero exactly. question mark one. You know, exactly. That's not really a number <laughs> because that's how the Riddler fucks with people, Dorian. Yeah. All right, he just fucks with people like that. That's how he's yeah. fucking with Batman in the trailer. <laughs> and now he's fucking with people in real life. Mm-hmm. Um, no, I totally get. I totally get everything you're saying. I definitely, I definitely agree with you. I uh, we get we get so we get teasers that I just feel like are like the you know they're just a teaser. They're just like a little thing here, a little thing here, and then like a flash, and then you know the titles that you know to to get this teaser trailer for this movie that yes is fingers crossed with safety precautions a year out oh it's just mm-hmm. like uh exciting to see like i feel like this is like the first time that i've experienced something so large so far away mm-hmm. and it was just uh really cool to see because it's like it is my favorite you know comic book character like the sure. time and stuff so uh but yeah no i mean it'll be it's going to be interesting the next year will be definitely interesting for not just Batman reasons, but obviously world reasons, uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> and so you know uh, it should be it should be pretty interesting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, my big my big ask, which after after hearing you talk about how uh, understandably so that you're tired of this story over and over <laughs> again, uh-huh. <laughs> I was going to ask if you periodically want to work your way through some Batman movies with me. Oh, okay. <laughs> not on a weekly basis, not anything like that. Just sort of like, hey, you want to do a Batman movie this week or something? Like, yeah, super at our leisure if you're up mm-hmm. for it. But I'm I'm talking about starting with like Tim Burton and going. Through yeah. That. Oh yeah, no, I'd be game for that. That'd be yeah. fun. Yeah, and then like we're still gonna do trailers. We'll still, you know, every every week we'll do a trailer. But every once in a while, it's like, hey, we're gonna watch the first Batman and we're gonna talk about. Michael Keaton, Tim Burton, that whole thing. Yeah. Ooh, okay. How about what yeah. if we what if we put what if we go like toe to toe with like, I don't know, like Michael Keaton Batman versus Christian Bale Batman? So it's like we okay. watch the first one of each. You know, so oh. we watch Batman and then watch Batman begins. And so and then we can compare like, you know, not go through the whole trilogy, but like one step at a time. Like 
Yeah. This this part one and origin of Batman versus <laughs> this part one and origin of this ba- of Batman. I like that. I like that. And then, yeah, and then go to Batman Returns and and Dark Knight, of course, and you know just continue. Yeah. The trajectory uh, would be kind of interesting. Yeah, I, w- I would dig that. I'm down for any sort of like unique play on on watching these as well. Like yeah, you know so. No, I dig that. Yeah. All right. Well, um, I don't know. Next year, maybe we'll do this again for this trailer. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. Maybe it's coming out in October of next year. <laughs> we'll maybe. We'll see so. what happens. But yeah, we'll talk about it again. But I guess we just had to had to jump on and chat about this one since well, there's also not not a whole lot coming out. Oh, one other thing I wanted to mention. What's up? Um, just because this came up with so unhinged uh, trailer had a Nirvana song in it, and then this trailer has a fucking oh, Nirvana yeah. song in it too. Yeah, <laughs> which of course also added to the '90s like grunge goth kind of aesthetic and oh, everything. Oh my god, you know, that was right. going yes, which. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was kind of, but it was just so funny to me. I was like, what is it? Like all of a sudden Nirvana, did, did Courtney Love just like open up the floodgates? <laughs> like, all right, I'm selling the rights to all this shit or her kid. I don't know who owns the rights. It might be like, yeah. you know, uh, their, their kids or, or whoever, but somebody, it seems like, you know, it seems like rights have just changed hands or something. And now like, if you want to buy a Nirvana song, like that's cool. <laughs> so... I wonder um, if like one of like uh, I wonder if like some producer on Unhinged was just like, "Yo, man, I just heard that the Batman is about to have a Nirvana song on on their trailer. Mm-hmm. You're telling me that we can't do that shit? Yeah. Fuck them. We're about to do it too." And <laughs> I, I will I will give them credit though that the you know the Nirvana song used in the Batman trailer is far more like thematically appropriate and I think used it much better than in Unhinged, where it's like <laughs> literally just the line, "I've got a new complaint." to denote road rage and that's the entire extent of its usage <laughs> fucking trailer. um it's pretty bad but uh, yeah. you know this one again yeah it, it, you know the muse the song itself has some thematic weight within the the trailer itself but then also just sort of like the again stylistic vibe and everything mm-hmm. that it's doing it really is doing this sort of like it's doing some 90s thing, you know? We were talking about this with New Mutants also. It had this weird, like, out of 90s yeah, thing happening. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, And it's just yeah. like 90s is like the new 80s, you know? There was like this 80s nostalgia rush that, of course, the culmination of which was Stranger Things. And then and now true. there's all the people, like, trying to, you know, recapture the magic of Stranger Things and, and, and cash in on the 80s craze, you know, that's come from that. But it seems like 90s is having a similar kind of resurgence mm-hmm, that, you know, mm-hmm. maybe hasn't, hasn't totally found its... Um, it's champion yet, <laughs> you know, uh, but, but a lot of people are, are kind of like going for that kind of aesthetic or vibe or throwback kind of, you know, I don't know yeah, what right. you call it um, right now. And it's, it's interesting to see and, and seeing it, you know, imbued into something as, as big of a, you know, uh, release as this. Um, yeah. It's just, it's just strange. Like two, two super, I mean, maybe Josh Boone was ahead of, uh, <laughs> <laughs> He was ahead of his time, in a way, in a way. Yeah, right. I don't want to give this guy any undue credit because it sounds like <laughs> this movie's a fucking turd. Um, well, it, hey, also man, it, sound, it also it sounds made, like he's It made been, uh, $7 million, so, you know, be quiet. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I hear he's also been, like, I don't know, defending, like, whitewashing part of the cast and stuff. And it's, yeah. It it's a mess. It doesn't sound great. Big, and yeah. they, uh, they misspelled one of the original creator's names in the credits. Yeah. Yeah, I read that. That's awesome. Good, yeah, really good job, guys. <laughs> um, um, but yeah. So I guess we'll see you next year when it comes out. Hopefully, 
Mm-hmm. But uh, thank you for doing this. Yeah, no, my pleasure. I mean, it's, I know I know how hyped you are about this, or you know, just any any goings ons in the Batman DC fandom <laughs> world. Um, so yeah, no, it was a pleasure to uh, be able to discuss it. It was you know, it was more interesting. Then, you know, just like the trailers for whatever shit is, you know, pretending that it has a chance against Tenet <laughs> yeah, in, right. uh, in the theaters in the next couple of weeks. So it's like, okay, well, no, here's at least something that, you know, is of interest. There was more here that I was interested in in discussing as far as like, okay, yeah, yeah like, you know, what what do we really have to go off of here about what this kind of Batman is? Do I even want another Batman? Or what would it take to make me continue to be interested in Batman and Right, you know, right. Because I do, you know, in general, Batman is one of my, you know, favorite characters as well. Um, right. As far as, like, if you're going to do, like, a comic book character, uh, generally Batman is the one that's been not only most successful, but I'm just kind of in a, in a general sense most interested in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, again, because, of, you know, for the same reason as a lot of people, that the, it's the lack of superpowers that makes him interesting. It's all about, you know. Right, exactly. Him as a detective and him as a, you know... A, sort of his ingenuity and his ability to, um, you know, to do superhuman things through his own, yes, the unbelievable amount of resources, but it all stems from his ability to, you know, imagine and have the insight into things that's deep enough to, um, uh, you know, bring about the change that he wants to see in the world. Uh, yeah, so, no. Yeah, you know, so that stuff is, you know, that resonates with me as a character and as a person more so than like, hey, I got bit by a radioactive spider and now I can do things that are impossible. You mm-hmm. know, it's like, you know, that's <laughs> fun and all, but yeah, it's, it's right, just right. like a character that I really get like, you know, kind of invested in and identify with. It's it's not as much as, right, uh, uh, not as impactful as a character like Batman. So, you know, I do, I do like this character and yeah, like I said, in general, I would want to see this one more so than others, but, uh, but yeah, man, it's just, you know, just do something new. <laughs> that, that will be one thing that I'm most interested to see is I, I hope that, you know, I'm all for new, new visions of, you know, the same character over and over and over again, whatever, whatever it may be or whatever definition of new you might have but i really hope that my fear for this multiverse thing that dc is going to try to do with flash on a on a movie level is Mm -hmm. that you know it's just the excuse of a yeah well like this is our reason for having all these different like batman and you know different interpretations or whatever you know and it it'll just feel like a cop-out like there doesn't feel like a really right now like solid reason why we're having michael keaton come back we're having ben affleck come back and now we have robert pattinson as you know there's three batmans other than for a multiverse Mm -hmm. and like that's like the only bummer that i have about it because i started to think about you know like marvel and dc right now you know like do i do i enjoy more like the 22 movie arc of like here's this giant story that we started and we ended it. And now we're starting something brand new with newer, more obscure characters from comic books because Iron Man's been done. Captain America's been done. There'll be different interpretations, but they're happening in different mediums like television on Disney Plus, you know, that Mm -hmm. sort of thing. You know, we're not, to date, we're not doing another Captain America movie right now, you know, but DC is just sticking with, you know, I think that's one of the reasons why, like, 
James Wan was able to do what he did with Aquaman because it's like it's fucking Aquaman, you know? Like, yeah. <laughs> really got nothing to lose. Yeah. Let's just fucking do this. You know what I mean? So yeah. it's like... If, if Aquaman sucks, then all we've done is meet <laughs> expectations, you know? <laughs> right, exactly. So I, as much as I want to see more more Superman and more Batman, you know, the, the, the trinity of, of them and Wonder Woman, you know, like... Uh, let's pour some let's pour some heart and soul into like a green lantern you know movie or you know like sure, some yeah. other obscure characters that you know can get their time in this can get their time to shine just as much as like you know superman batman and wonder woman can too mm-hmm. so i i just i hope this whole multi-universe thing isn't just so that we could have our favorite actors who we've all rumored to play batman now they can come p- play batman because like on earth 100 you know there's yeah, a, right. there there's an Asian Batman or something like that. I don't know, like whatever. Mm. But um, so yeah, that's my only that's my only fear with all this. But other than that, I remain optimistic. You know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, dude. No, uh, thanks for doing this, and we'll be back next week with another episode. Yep. Yep. Sweet.